I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're it. right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor. A teacher. A clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble. And I know it. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who's who we have tonight? Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. One of the most striking things about the predators I've caught is that once they're caught, they come clean and admit that everything they had done over the past few days or weeks in terms of grooming a child was wrong, was illegal. Many of them are familiar with the laws as if they had researched the laws. Many of them have been working on their excuses. And this holds true today, even with the predators I've caught in the recent investigations for Takedown with True Blue. But one of the most glaring examples is Mike Vestal, who was 37 years old when he surfaced in our investigation in Petaluma, California, Northern California, chatting up and ultimately coming to visit someone he thought was a 13-year-old girl named Willow. Now, he'll say, and you'll hear this, when he's ultimately confronted by me and then the Petaluma police, he actually says, she's a baby. He says, world, please forgive me. But where was all this contrition? all this moral reckoning prior to Mike Vestal showing up in our sting house because he had plenty of opportunity to bail out. He knew full well that this was a 13-year-old girl. The decoy makes it very clear. And in this particular case the person posing as the 13-year-old girl was the founder of Perverted Justice himself, Xavier Von Erk. And when you go back and look at the transcripts of that conversation, as I have for this episode, 
it's very clear that Xavier gives this guy the opportunity on multiple occasions to back out. He even goes so far as to not contact or recontact or to even be available to be contacted by Mike Vestal. Mike uses the clever screen name Mike Vestal 69. Deep thinker. But he's not a dumb guy. He's a professional. When he started chatting with the perverted justice decoy, he had been married 13 years. In fact, he talks about the fact that he's married. He's going to have to cover this up or come up with an excuse for his wife to come see this girl in the chats. He calls the 13-year-old, and this is disturbing every time I see something like this. Hey, sweetie. Hey, uh, says Willow. Did you have a good dinner? Yeah, it was good. Would you have? Mike Vestal, 69, says he had barbecue ribs and peas and carrots. Nice, she says. Been thinking about you lots. Now, he's clearly grooming here. I have to be honest with you, I'm married. Now, uh, as if that's the worst thing he's doing here. He's chatting with a 13-year-old girl, and he knows it. I have to be honest with you, I am married. But I am cheating a little. LOL. Oh, yeah, says the girl. Does that bother you? She's 13. I mean, clearly... She's old enough to be his daughter. Not really. No, I don't care, she says. Okay, just wanted to be honest with you. How about not talking to a 13-year-old girl online, Mike? How about that? So just been thinking how hot you are and some fun I would like to have with you. Mm. This conversation goes on for days. He starts it on August 23rd, 2006, and he shows up at our house on the 25th. And he's very graphic, very specific in his chat. There's talk at first about where each of them lives. He wants to know exactly how far he is from his 13-year-old girlfriend-to-be. Hey, uh, she says, how are you today? He says, staying out of trouble? I'm fine. Why would I be in trouble? I mean, are you being good on here? She would be if it wasn't for predators like you trying to reach out to her. What do you mean? The decoy says. Well, you're young and there are a lot of pervs on here who will take advantage of you. I just worry about you. LOL. I know what I'm doing. You don't need to worry. I'm not dumb, and I'm not a child. I am sure you do. Okay, fair enough. Now, this apparently gives him permission to go to the next level. So what's up, he says. Not much, just chilling. What are you doing? Same, hoping to meet a hottie on here. Find any yet? Nope. Thanks a lot, she says. Well, you're a hottie, but I'm way old. And you probably ain't into that. Probing. You're a total hottie, he says. 
LOL, you ain't a grandpa and age is just age. That is true, he says. So what do you like to do for fun? I like video games, movies, the beach, and our koozie, meaning jacuzzi hot tub. If you'll recall our setup in Petaluma, it was a nice house, nice neighborhood. And in the back was a patio. We had a bar, we had a grill, and we had a hot tub. And that was part of the backstory for the decoy. And it was a very popular attraction for the predators we caught there. Then he wants to know about the name. So is Willow a nickname? It's what everyone calls me because my Filipino name is too weird, LOL. Really, what is it? Luz Viminda, she says. That is kind of tough. Willow is much easier. Yeah, you can say it as you try to rape her. LOL, says Mike. So have you been back to the Philippines? No, we just moved here. Cool, K-E-W-L, says Mike. So what kind of music do you like? Now, he's still trying to work his way into a certain comfort level. Trying to justify him wanting to have sex with a 13-year-old girl. He talks about his family. So are your mom and dad still married, he asks. Yes, they are, but they live in different places. So you got a boyfriend, he asks. No, not anymore. I bet you could get any guy you want. You're gorgeous. Now, if this sounds familiar to you, it should, because a lot of predators use this very same tactic. My ex sucked. He liked video games more than me. LOL, says Mike. So did he ignore you for the games? Yeah, sometimes. So, oh wells. Bummer, he says. Do you get a better one? Maybe... I wish. Ain't happened yet. You will. If I was your age, I would totally date you, he says. And I would treat you like a queen. Here we go. LOL. Well, then I guess, since you're not my age and don't like me enough, oh wells. Now, she gives him an opportunity once again to part ways because she's too young. Huh? What do you mean? I don't like you enough. I like you so far. He doesn't want to give this up. His fantasy is now developing. And he can't let go of the thought of having sex with a 13-year-old girl. Now, you got to believe at this point, someone who goes to this length, and he goes further, you'll hear this, that this isn't his first time chatting up someone who's underage. She says, I like you. You're nice. So sexy. What else do you want to know? Or can you tell me? I can tell you. You just got to ask. How far have you gone with the boys? I'm not a virgin. I did it with my ex. Really, he says. Did you like it? Yeah, but he was lazy, so could have been better, I guess. You bet. Older men know how to take care of the lady first. That'd be nice, she says. We take our time. LOL, you don't quit to play video games? Nope. It's all about her. 
when I'm doing that. I'd like to make her feel good. Okay, I feel kind of weird now, he says. Home, why? Not sure. He switches the subject. So what is your favorite food? I like pizza, she says. Now he takes it right up to the line. Actually, he crosses the line. He's talking about having sex with her and the advantages of her having sex with an older guy. Now he's back to talking about food. But don't worry. He'll come back. He says he's scared. Why it scare you, she says. I guess because I am worried that I would get in trouble. Why trubs? I'm nice. Like maybe you aren't really 13, but you're a cop trying to bust me. LOL. Yeah, I'm a girl cop with girl cuffs. Oh my God. I know you're nice at all, he says. LOL. Sorry, just being silly, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to see who's silly in about a day. What you like most about me, the decoy says. You look major hot to me. I wish I had a pick of your butt. I bet it's nice. That makes me feel good, she says. LOL, me too. I wish I had better picks. Then he asks, you really think I look good? I do. Yeah, you look classy. Yeah, real classy. Thank you. It makes me feel good to hear you say that. She's 13. Anything else you want to ask? Um, what kind of car you got? Mazda Miata convertible. Now, we'll see that here in just a bit as he races it up the driveway and into the garage of our sting house, trying not to be seen by neighbors. More talk about cars. Talk about video games. He says he'll teach her how to dance. And then he's going to get a little more sexual. What were you thinking, he asks. It's like you want me to say naughty things. LOL, I ain't saying because I bet you weren't thinking of dancing. I like honest, she says. I am still nervous. LOL, okay. But yes, was more than dancing. LOL, yeah, be honest. I will leave it to your imagination, he says. Do I drive you nuts, he asks. You scare me a little. I scare you. Like I said before, if you were 18, it wouldn't scare me so much. LOL, why well, ain't a monster? I know. Okay, would love to eat you. LOL, I ain't had that yet. That'd be nice. I think you would enjoy it. I really enjoy giving it. Yeah, I think it would be good. My ex didn't do it. He was lazy. Did you ever orgasm with him? How old was he? He was 15. Yeah, once a little. He liked video games more than me. So I drop him. Still a youngin'. Yeah. Haven't learned how to take care of a lady yet. There's talk about taking a shower together. Bet you look good naked. And then he says... I must warn you, I am kind of big down there. LOL, says the decoy, how big? 7.5 and thick, he brags. Wow, that big, says the decoy. Yeep. Want to see? Then he takes a picture of the aforementioned penis and sends it via email to our decoy. More about this predator I've caught in a moment.
So you want to meet sometime, he asks. Sure, you're nice. And you seem like you know what you're doing. You cute, too. Where do you live again? Now, this makes me think he's talking to a number of young women online. Potentially underage. Where do you live again? If he's only talking to this girl, he's going to remember that she lives in Petaluma. Some of this has been discussed before. She says she has to go to bed now. Hugs, kisses, and sweet, sexy dreams to you, says Mike Vestal, 69. And the kisses are the deep, passionate ones. Then he says, I'll dream of all the naughty things I want to do. LOL, okay, says the decoy, but you gotta tell me what you dream tomorrow. Okay, deal. Okay. Then they start talking more specifically about visiting. I could take you to lunch. Okay, I'm at work, he asks. She in SoCal visiting dad. She left you home alone? Yeah, wow. She says she's watching her cats. Okay, my heart is racing right now, he says. LOL, that's so nice to hear. Really? I think it's excitement and fear put together. Oh, you should be very afraid, Mike Vestal, 69. But I could go to jail, he reiterates, if I did anything with you. LOL, only if you went outside and yelled about it says the decoy. Do you really want me to come? Again, the predator putting the onus on the child. This is what they do. This is how they justify it in their mind. The fulfillment of this illegal fantasy that could alter a child's life. So where do I go? A decision is made that he is going to come to her home. There's a phone call. Now, during the phone call, he again expresses concern. Hello? Mike? Yeah. Hey, it's Willow. Hello. What are you doing? Just hanging out at the house. Yeah. Right now. Just sitting here bored waiting for the guy to come for the pool. Oh. He says he's at home waiting for the pool repairman. It will take a long time sometimes. Mm-hmm. They take a long time sometimes. I take a long time? No, they do. The people that come over to work. Yeah. We're supposed to be here an hour and a half ago. I'm waiting for the cable people. Oh. Uh-huh. They're worse. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really wanting to come over? Like I said, I'm scared. Uh, I think it'd be cool. Huh? I think it'd be cool. You think it'd be cool? Yeah. It sounds totally different than I expected. (laughs) He says he's nervous and scared. Says the girl sounds a little different than what he anticipated. Is that good or bad? That's good. (laughs) You sound a lot older. Really? Yeah. Cool. Sound a lot older. She sounds like a child to me. You heard it. Feels, I don't know. It's it's scary because, you know, you read about stuff in the news all the time about people going to jail and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. You read about stuff in the news all the time about people going to jail. Well, clearly, 
Mike Vestal, 69, has heard about some sort of a sting operation. But as you'll hear in just a few minutes, he doesn't recognize me, at least at first. The conversation wraps up and they get back online. I would love to make wild, passionate love to you, he says, and give you a wonderful massage. That'd be nice. But you there, I hear, LOL. Let's fix that, he says. Okay. You might not want to be with boys your age when I get done with you. He's committed now. First a massage, back and front. Then I will lick you down there and you can play with me. Okay. Did you suck your ex? Yeah, I did a couple times. Did you like it? It was fine, but he was lazy. LOL. Why you want to hear about him? Just want to know what you'd like. I ain't done much. He kind of sucks, she says. So where do I go? She gives him directions. And he's on his way. Soon enough, in the middle of the day, in Petaluma, California, our hidden cameras pick up a silver Mazda Miata racing up the driveway of our sting house and he parks right in the garage. Now, here's a guy who worked in IT. And you would think somebody in that position would be more careful. But again, it goes to the mindset of a predator. Once they get this fantasy in their mind, there's nothing, virtually nothing, that will turn them away. And now he's hustling through the garage into our backyard, just steps behind our on-site decoy. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Hey, you made it. This time, our decoy invites him in. Come back. I made us some frozen lemonade. And I got the hot tub started. The decoy leads him in, as you heard, tells him she'll get the hot tub started, and that she's made some frozen lemonade. Now, he sits right down at the outdoor bar. He's got his sunglasses on and a T-shirt that says, Be the One. Not sure what that refers to exactly, but he's going to be the one, all right. He's going to be the one being questioned by me. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? I asked him if he brought his swim trunks. Nope. No. What did you bring? Nothing. Why'd you come here today? It was stupid. I should have known better. She's a baby. She's a baby. I don't know how much more graphic and to the point you can get. She's a baby, yet he was going to have sex with her. He says he really wasn't going to do anything with her. His chat log seems to say otherwise. You say that you're a pretty normal, horny old man, and I would love to make wild, passionate love to you. He said that in the chat. I'm a pretty normal, horny old man. There's nothing normal about what he did. At this point, he's got his head in his hands, He's got some bandage on his middle finger, and he's suddenly very aware that he was very wrong about trying to fulfill this fantasy. 
I'm trying to understand why you thought it was a good idea to come over here to visit a 13-year-old girl. I wasn't thinking. You sent this picture, right? Yes. And that's you? Yes. Not something I would have normally done. I should have known better. Not something I would have normally done. Hard to believe this was the first time. There is no indication at this point in the interview that he knows who I really am. Seems like he thinks I'm a cop. He even tries to bargain with me. He seems to think I'm a cop and even tries to bargain with me. I know what the law says, but I'm really hoping for a warning. So you think you should just get a warning? I'm begging. I'm begging, please. Well, I've got a warning for him, all right. Well, there's only one warning I can give you, and this is it. That I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who solicit minors online for sex. Nothing else to say, except, world, please forgive me. It was stupid. World, please forgive me. He's married. I don't think his wife's going to like this much. But he leaves. Gets up from the bar stool and hustles back towards his car. He's not going to make it, though. Petaluma police are waiting. Turn around. Put your hands behind your back. He puts his hands up right away. The police put him in an unmarked car, and they take him to this mobile vehicle they have set up for the initial interrogation. And he pretty much gives it up right away to the detectives. Why did you come to the house today? I was bored at home. What was uh, some of the things that you discussed? Oral sex. Oral sex. Anything else? I think that was it. Maybe a massage. Did you uh, send any any photos to this yes. person? One of my private parts. I'm digging myself a hole, aren't I? Oh yeah, you're digging yourself a hole, all right. And the whole reason he says he came to visit a 13-year-old girl had this graphic chat in itself a felony. I was bored, I guess. Got my marriage, I my life. I don't deserve any of it. Meaning my life, my wife. How long have you been married, Mike? 13 years. 13 years. Mike Vestal ultimately pleaded guilty to charges associated with soliciting a child online for sex. In 2008, he received a 92-day jail sentence. He had to register as a sex offender for life. He got three years probation. He had to surrender for polygraphs whenever the state required. He was not to have pornography and not to be with anyone under the age of 18. Now, it's been a little difficult to follow Mike after all this. But we did find out that ultimately, after going to Belize and the government there finding out uh, about his past, apparently he had to leave. But he apparently ended up in Guatemala with his wife, who ultimately stayed with him. He had a child in 2017, and he has worked in Guatemala teaching English. And he also has a business online 
that shows people how to create webinars. He's got some commercials. Take a listen. Is this thing on? Can anyone hear me? Uh, let me bring up the slides. Okay, you should be able to see the welcome slide. What? Uh, is this a situation you dread might happen? Is it a situation you've had happen? Well, you don't have to worry anymore. That's what I'm here for. Can you imagine being able to simply set the date and time of your webinar, build your presentation, promote it to your audience, and get more customers while I do all the technical setup? You can have peace of mind knowing that I'll be there on your big day to be sure everything is working for you. And I'll even be there if something should go wrong in the middle of your presentation. Good to know. More of our story in a moment. He ran that website under the name Sean Michael and recently took it down. We believe he's still living in Guatemala, teaching English. We're trying to find a good email or phone number for him overseas. I'd like to talk to Mike. Like to hear how he managed to keep his marriage together, apparently, after this bust. People who claim to have known him around the time of his arrest were shocked, saying that he seemed like a nice guy. He and his wife were geeky gamer types. Nobody would have imagined he had this secret double life online. Mike Vestal, if you hear this, I'd like to talk to you. Please reach out. As always, I like to hear from you. This week's question comes all the way from the Netherlands and one of our listeners, Sam. Hey, Chris, this is Sam from the Netherlands. First of all, thank you for all the work you've done. I'm a huge fan of uh, To Catch a Predator, obviously. Also of this podcast, I think I've listened to pretty much all of them. Still missing a few, but I'll catch up to them soon. Question I had is, have you ever received any abuse or like hateful messages or even in-person confrontations from the family and friends of the people you've got? Have you ever had any bad experiences with that? Or have you ever even felt threatened by the, uh, the friends, family or people who know the people you've got? That seems very interesting to me and uh, I'd like to hear from you. So thank you very much, Chris, and good luck with your True Blue and with all the other investigations you have going. So uh, thank you from the Netherlands, and hopefully you'll answer this. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sam. Excellent question. I have received some vicious responses to my investigations over the years, and some unwelcome responses when I've reached out to some of the predators I've caught. People have told me to F all. People have claimed that I'm the horrible human being. That these crimes wouldn't have been committed if we hadn't been out there with decoys posing as children. And, and yes, sometimes they attack me on social media. But I'm okay with that. And here's what I say to the people who claim that none of this would happen if we didn't put decoys out there. In our most recent investigation... 
in Ohio. We saw a 54-year-old man show up for a teenage girl. In his backpack, he had condoms, Plan B pills, vape pens, the whole kit. And once I got into it with him, and he talked to me for quite some time, he actually admitted that he had successfully met online two other teenage girls he admitted to two, gave me the names, the locations, the circumstances. So if there's any doubt that these guys actually prey upon children online, watch this upcoming episode on True Blue. We're also working on a story as we speak about a 24-year-old woman who ran off with a 13-year-old boy. She's now charged, just within the last few hours of this recording, with sexually assaulting this boy. So this happens, this is real, and this is why we do these investigations, which you can see right now on my streaming crime network, True Blue, T-R-U-B-L-U, watch TrueBlue.com for details. We talk about this on our TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen, Instagram, official Chris Hansen, Twitter at Chris Hansen. And if you want to reach out to me, you can always find me right here. Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.